Okay, hello everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for another Educating with Ease podcast episode. Educating with Ease standing for ensuring belonging, elevating learning, embracing our community, and exceeding expectations. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Bauer, superintendent in the North Penn School District, and I am soon to be joined by my co-host, but not yet. I need a little bit of airtime by myself here. That guy likes to talk, we'll just say. But anyway, it is December 12th. We are approaching the holiday break. We have about a week and a half to go. And I'll tell you what, I need it. I need a break. It's been a uh, jam-packed couple months here to start the year. Um, I'm looking forward to the restful time with my family in particular. I really feel like my family sacrifices a lot uh, to allow me to do this job and to be with the community all the time, that it's nice to take a step away and just really focus on them for the better part of 10 or 11 days. So looking forward to it. Okay, that's enough out of me. Let's pull in the true star of the show. Here comes his theme music. And here comes the man of the legend. Dr. Bob Gilmer. Good afternoon, Mr. Gilmer. How are we doing, sir? Doing okay. I, I just told our faithful listeners that I'm tired. I need a break. I, <sighs> a little under the weather, too. So I'm right there with you. It's uh, It's been a long fall. Lots of work going on. Uh, I also am looking forward to a little bit of time with the family. So yeah. it's been work, 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 work. And um and January's gonna get busy real fast. So we had our great community forum uh, this past week, last week, last Tuesday. Uh, we had hundreds of community members come out for our tours and the community forum, and I, I felt like a lot of great engagement. You know, online, in person, uh, on the tours. Uh, I know our mailing that went out really uh, accelerated a lot of questions, which is great. And I know you have, and Mr. Nicholson has, and Mr. Scrocky has, and all of us have been answering as many questions as fast as we can uh, to make sure people have the info they need for January 16th, which is the referendum. Referendum vote? Yeah, I'm not sure if you heard or not, but I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) you're somewhat engaged in the community. I don't think we have people from outside of our school community, but that said, a really, really important day for the future of the school district. It has definitely been a drain on all of us trying to get the word out there as many ways as we can, but 100% worth it. And Bob, thank you for everything you've done to help to get everything out there to the community. My pleasure. So when I see meetings like this on my calendar, a podcast episode, you just have a huge smile. Yeah. It's like, oh, at least I get to do something fun. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we are a bit delayed on this episode. Our regular cadence was every two weeks, I think, and we missed it because I had to deal with something one of the school days uh, that I got sidetracked. So if you would, slowly fade in this fun music. Slowly. Here it comes. We got it. Yeah. A little different vibe this time. So we've made our way around at the elementary world. We've been up at the high school with Mr. Fry. But now we will find ourselves at Pendale Middle School. Bring that guest in, Bob. All right. I am I'm loving that. Yeah, right? I am pleased to welcome Ms. Lise Metellus, assistant principal from Pendale Middle School. Ms. Metellus, tell us a little bit about this music we're listening to. Man, this is good vibes, Dr. Bauer. Thank you for this um, music. This is what we're listening to is compa. Compa is a very popular genre in um, my home country of Haiti. And, you know, once you listen to compa, you can't do nothing but dance. So good choice today. 
All right. Thank you, Mr. Gilmer, for that. That was great. And you just wrote the podcast episode. So let's dive in on Haiti. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Ms. Metellus. Uh, you mentioned that your home country is Haiti. Um, how long did you live in Haiti? When did you come to the United States? Oh, okay. So I was born in Haiti, um, migrated here um, when I was about in uh, like elementary school years. So I lived in New York City. And then from living in New York City, um, uh, I moved to Pennsylvania, which is where I've lived you know, since I moved to Pennsylvania. Um, I try to travel to my home country as often as I can. Unfortunately, right now, there's a lot of political unrest. Um, so I have not been, I have not been back home since 2019. So it's always a longing for me to, um, you know, just to kind of uh, be back home. Um, but, you know, with the internet and the way, you know, in modern times, how we can communicate, I still keep in touch with my family um, while I'm still here um, in the States. But so tell me about family in Haiti. Who's who's still in Haiti that you keep in touch with? Yeah. So I have um, a dear uncle of mine who's still in Haiti. He doesn't live in the capital. We're from uh, what you would say, like the south area uh, in Haiti, which is a, a little area called Côte, Côte de Fer. Um, which is uh, where we're from. So he's he's not in the, what you would say, like the, the danger zone of the, the capital, um, but it's safer that, you know, we, we don't visit because we would have to go through the capital to get to to the area from where we're, we're from. So um, I don't have too much family um, in, in Haiti, but the ones that I do are near and dear to me. So I have my uncle um, and I have an aunt that still um, lives in um, Haiti. Got it. Okay. And I, I apologize if you said this. What year did you leave Haiti to come to New York City? 1993. Okay. All right. 1993. So um, August 1993 is when I um, came over uh, to, to the States. And do you mind sharing? You don't need to. Why? Um, that, that was a decision that my family made. So <laughs> I just followed. And, you know, as I get older and then I get a better understanding our country has like uh, the United States. And when I look at my own native country, I do see that that was the best decision for our family in terms of safety as well as opportunity. Um, so that was a, a great decision on their part. And, you know, I've been enjoying, um, you know, the, the American culture ever since, um, you know, I have children here myself, so I'm, I'm American, you know, I'm Haitian American, <laughs> but you know, that, that Haitian piece, that is my foundation. So that's something that I can, um, that I can't never erase from myself. So I make sure to always keep in touch with, with my roots. Got it. Well, that beautifully said, okay. So we understand that you followed your family along, and I'm glad that you did because you're here with us in North Penn. But what brought you into education as a profession? Um, you know, I like to tell people that it was just destined. <laughs> you know, my first um, my first experience with being an educator was uh, in Sunday school, uh, where at a very young age I led Sunday school uh, with another um, church member. And from then on, it, it was always a passion of mine to help people with, um, you know, increasing their knowledge of various subjects. And it was something that I was always passionate about. Um, I want to say it was a, as cliche as it might sound. It, it For me, it was a calling. Um, 
because I went in my undergrad, I went for business. That was that was a decision that I made that I wanted to go. Uh, you know, I wanted to be in the business world, but eventually I found my myself back into education and I just had to, you know, uh, submit to my destiny, I guess you can say. And, um, you know, just 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 followed my true passion, which is education. And I, I find that most people consider it a calling, not all, but most. Mm -hmm. um, and they've been inspired by another educator. Mm -hmm. So do you have one in particular in your life that you believe inspired you to become? <laughs> uh -oh. So this, this one again, I've, I've had, um, I want to say, you know, that's a good question. Thinking about it, I can say, you know, my mom, um, <laughs> which is my first educator. But um, I do have, uh, you know, migrating to the United States, English not being my first language, I had experienced some awesome teachers. I had um, Madame Theodore in um, third grade. I had Mrs. Vertus, um, and I also had Mrs. Lerbou, um, all in PS 34 in Queens. And all of these educators put an imprint on me in terms of the work that they do. Um, also, with, with the experience I had with them, I also understood the importance of relationship and knowing that, you know, what we do with students, um, whether they in kindergarten or 12th grade, will stay with them forever in their life. And these are three people that I can say have, um, you know, helped me to, to solidify, like, education is where I ought to be and this is where I want to be um, because of the, the level of impact that we have with the students that we serve. Great, great answer. Thank you for that. Okay, so we heard clearly some beautiful language come out of you when you named your teachers and you said <laughs> you came from Haiti, but you went to school in Queens. So yeah. tell me a little, what is your home language or native language? Because you said English is not your first language. Right. So, um, so in Haiti, we have, uh, and, and forgive me, I don't know if they still do it now, but um, when I was, um, you know, when I was coming up in Haiti, we had, we had French and we had Haitian Creole. And the way the school system was, uh, you know, when you go to, I went to a private school, um, because, you know, there private school is the, the better option. Um, and so in those particular schools, we did not speak Haitian Creole, which is the language that the majority of the Haitian population speaks. We spoke French. So we were educated in French, um, learned how to read and write in French. And at home, we spoke Haitian Creole. Um, so, so in Haiti, you have the French language and you have Haitian Creole, which are not one in the same. <laughs> is so, there, are there like cognates? Is there overlap between the two? There, there are a lot of overlaps between the two, but where a Haitian, like where a Haitian Creole speaker can pick out, um, you know, what a French speaking individual is saying, a French individual may not be able to pick out what a Haitian Creole, that, does that make sense? It's like every square <laughs> is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, so much, there are some like differences in the language. So for example, if, um, if you were saying, okay, my name is, in French, je m'appelle Lise Metellus. Um, if you're saying my name is, in Creole, Mouerele, or, or you could say Nomse. So it's um, those little differences. <laughs> All right. Let's switch gears a little bit yes. before we bring Mr. Gilmer back in here. 
tell us a little bit about your home life. So I believe you have some children. I do. I have two. I have two teenagers. (laughs) You're busy. Okay. So I have, um, you know, my son who's in ninth grade and then my daughter who's in um, 10th grade. Um, and you know, they, they're, they're, they're living their best high school lives. <laughs> I, I should say, um, my daughter just recently got her permit. So we're you know, navigating through that world. <laughs> so it's, it's exciting times, kind of like, you know, them watching them growing up, um, you know, taking on various different responsibilities and, and, you know, watching them take their own journey in life is, it's, uh, it's very, it's, it's, it's amazing. That's really great. Okay. Well, I, my children are 13 and 11, so not quite where yours are, but they'll be there before we know it. And, uh, it certainly is every year's a new adventure. That's for sure. Yes, absolutely. All right. Let's bring Mr. Gilmer back in here, Bob, come on back. See, this is his theme music. Okay. Yep. 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 Isn't as cool as yours. I like yours way better. (laughs) However, um, we do need to pause for station identification. WNPV. WNPV. 98.5 FM. 1440 AM. Lansdale. There it is. Okay. WNPV (laughs) Lansdale. All right. Right. So with that, uh, Ms. Metellus, I'd like to bring Bob in for just the last little bit of fun. Any unique hobbies, interests, pets, anything fun that maybe Bob and I can't say about ourselves? Hmm. Now, as far as pets, um, I don't have any pets, but when I had, when I had pets, it was like, you know, uh, like I only do fish or birds, okay, okay. <laughs> low, low maintenance pets. Um, but I are have you like a- in goldfish mode or there's really like saltwater tank, like no. tropical like fish? Just, just goldfish, you know, That's just right. keeping it okay. basic. <laughs> okay. I got you. Nothing too extravagant. <laughs> Okay. Um, some hobbies? hobbies, some hobbies that I get into, which is you know, which is a passion of mine. I love um, decorating. Uh, this past October, I had the privilege to um, to to do event planning for one of my best friend's weddings, um, and you know, we we went all out for the wedding, and so that's that's what I love to do: just uh, event planning and, and and decorating for baby showers, weddings. Um, birthdays. So, and it always has to have a theme. So I love anything with a theme. It's fun. <laughs> I think we've got somebody on board to come up with themes and decorating for convocation next August. There we go. There we, we need to leverage the expertise of our Absolutely. podcast. Staff. Okay. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, I love that. I did want to ask Lise. Uh, so you went to school in Queens. So you're in New York. You follow football. I need to know who are you rooting for on Sundays for football? Football? Like American football? American football, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know. Not the Giants I, or the Jets, huh? <laughs> well, I'm, 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 Pens- you know, I'm Pennsylvania, Philly, so it has to be E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. <laughs> Go Birds. All right, good. I just wanted to get that checked. Bob, bring in the fight <laughs> song a little bit. Bring in the fight song. <laughs> Bye. Okay. All right. So uh, a couple of uh, segments here. We have local eats, small wins. And you know what? I just thought of randomly here, Bob, Mm -hmm. that we should do rando question of the episode. So So, we do that first. Is this a new segment alert? A new segment. Rando question. Go ahead. Play that. Uh, Beautiful. 
beautiful. Uh, okay. New segment alert. Here we are. New segment. Yes. So instead of last time, you said, what is your karaoke song? But then you and I don't get to answer every time because it's always the same answer. Right. right. So we'll, we'll bring up a random question for our guest on top of local eats and small wins. So rando question. This is a pretty easy one. If you weren't doing your current job and you could do it all over again, what job would you be doing? Did Ms. Metellus just give us her answer? I think so. Kind Go of. Ahead. Go ahead. Dream job, Lise. Dream job. So if I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. Correct. Um, what would I be doing? Yes. I think it would be like event planning. <laughs> That's what I said. You already did. Okay. All right, Bob. All right. So I love my job. So it's really tough to think about not doing it. Uh, but when I was a kid and I would still do it today and my kids think I'm crazy, but if I got one of those spots on any of the flights to go up into space, I would do that. I always wanted to be an astronaut. I'd love to go up maybe someday on my massive school district salary. I could afford one of those several million dollar flights from Elon Musk or whatever. Uh, but if, uh, I had any opportunity, I would love to be working for NASA at some level or some, I just am always inspired by the Apollo program. I grew up during that. So that's where I'd be. I got to go back to my second grade Bobby Gilmer wishes, and that's where I'd be. Got it. Well, if I could do it all over again, my 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 thought has kind of changed a little bit in the last few months. But I've always I believe. So first of all, I don't love my job. I'm going to be honest. I don't <laughs> you love your job. Stop it. Um, <laughs> I believe that I'm here for a reason, and I'm the right person for the job, and equipped to do the job. But there are a lot of days where it's not so much fun. That's fair to say. However, I am grateful for it. And I love serving the community and trying to help people. That's for sure. But I've always felt that I was, I, my like calling is to coach. Um, I was a swim coach before I was um, an administrator. And I always felt like this is what I'm best at. Because it's a mixture of teaching and motivating and inspiring, but management and strategic planning and all that stuff. So I think if I could do it all over again, I do not have the athletic skill set to coach or to play NFL football or professional basketball. However, I think if I it like really invested the time and efforts into the X's and O's and understood the games at that level, that I could be a professional coach. So if I could do it again, I would coach a sport. How, but the thing that has shifted just a little bit is I really like doing this. <laughs> so maybe I could do like- I thought you were going to say doing North Penn television. That's what I thought. No, well, okay. <laughs> but maybe I could do like play-by-play. -play. There you go. You know, like broadcast. I don't know. Yeah. But, all right. So let's go to our local eats segment. So Lise, this is just somewhere locally that you've gone, to, gone out to eat lately. Uh, it could be your favorite place. It doesn't need to be. It could just be like, you know what? Last weekend, I went blank. And tell us a little bit about it. And we're trying to get some sponsorships here so we can donate to the North Penn Education Foundation. No one has reached out, but we have had some responses to the local leads. Okay. So, all right. So you want to go first or last? You get to pick. Um, ladies first, right? Okay. All right, let's do it. <laughs> So, um, local eats, um, which uh, we found, uh, like here at Pendo, we found out about them um, not too long ago. It's called Kukau. So, if you're into like Thai cuisine, it's right there on Main Street, and um, their food is delicious. So, I like to try different um, cuisines from different regions and um, Thai. 
Thai is one of my favorite cuisines and Kuk Kao here in Lansdale, um, you know, hands down has to be one of my um, favorite local eats. I'm going to need you to spell that for me. Oh, uh, K-U-B-K-A-O. So it's uh, the name is Kuk Kao Thai and Beyond. Please, when are you going next? When's the next time you're going? Actually, today. Yes. <laughs> After work today, I'm go. I'm going. Try something new in the menu. <laughs> Excellent. Bob, Bob, I think we need to order dinner before the school board meeting tonight. I think so, too. Yeah. That's I'm a nice little, about this one. little segue here. Yeah, that's good. Okay, maybe. maybe what if uh, you fly all by? On your way over here, you stop, pick it well, up. I'm in my TV bus on my way over. That's my. Oh, that's, that's even my better. You can parallel park the bus. <laughs> I, just, I have a drive-through with the TV bus. Can we come, at, <laughs> come through? Right. So I don't know if I've done this one already, Bob, but I am going to go with a local favorite in North Wales. We actually had from last night. My daughter played a basketball game at Pembroke Middle School. She goes to a Satterton Middle School, but she played at Pembroke. And my wife stopped at Tex-Mex Connection on the way home for takeout. Uh, so got a chicken enchilada and a beef chimichanga. And we've been going to Tex-Mex since it was a tiny little one-room restaurant. Uh, my parents started going there in the 80s. Uh, so it's kind of a thing with my family. And my mom loved it. And of course, I've mentioned on this podcast before, my mom passed away two years ago. So anytime we get Tex-Mex, it makes me think of my mom. And I appreciate the local eats there. I love Tex-Mex. I'm an old North Wales boy, so I do that. So now I was going to do something different. I'm going to shift because as soon as you said that, I'm right to Tony's Pizza Palace in North Wales. So I grew up on Tony's Pizza in North Wales, right there on Main Street. Uh, excellent pizza, cheesesteaks, etc. And I know this, it is the best pizza on the planet. However, I will tell you, I know that the best pizza for you guys probably the, is the one you grew up with. Wherever it was that was uh, the, the, the pizza place in your area growing up typically is your favorite. But I will tell you, hands down, Tony's is my favorite it's the best so okay i'm gonna give tony's pizza a shout out there because they're amazing i almost went somewhere else i was gonna go where i ate last week no i'm Tony. going to tony's pizza yep exactly I Got grew it. Up on that. yep all right and we need to do small wins here small wins so lee's this is just something like good that has happened to you lately or something that when it does happen you're like oh, i need that. just a small win we said uh one of the answers was a good campfire right that's a small win um, so anything come to mind? And again, you get to pick first or last. <laughs> um, I'll go first. Uh, I mean, this happened literally like this morning, early this Great. morning with um, some students we were interacting with. Um, and a, a lot of times what I, you know, what I share with uh, the students time and time again is healthy communication. So I tell them conflict is real, conflict happens, um, you know, but it, what matters when we have conflict is how we respond to it. Um, and then I always, uh, you know, I always share them healthy communication. And so today, you know, um, I had two students who were experiencing conflict and they asked me to mediate with them. And for me, it was it was such a big win because it was these two eighth graders who were taking the initiative, who who realized like their friendship was changing. They still wanted to be friends, but they were mad at each other. And instead of like staying mad at each other, they engaged with uh, with me. And then we went through a mediation where, you know, each side speak to their experience. 
And it was wonderful to have an outcome where we, we, we stated two goals, like they had two goals for themselves. And then we closed it out with, you know, reiterating what the goals are. And then we had scheduled for when we come back from break that we will check in again. And the whole process for me was a big win because oftentimes when you speak to that, you think that the kids are not listening and to see that, you know, they took that into practice and, you know, actually uh, engage in a in an effective uh, mediation to uh, you know address you know the conflict that they're experiencing in a healthy way. That's an absolute win for me. So that's my win. That that was that was not a small win. That I'm was a big win. The big wins. Yeah. That <laughs> so not only did you teach them this essential skill that us adults don't seem to be so good at, especially mm-hmm. the ones we see on TV and representing, you know our country and other countries, right? Mm-hmm. The adults and the powers that be don't always handle conflict appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, not only did you teach them the skill, but it also tells me that they trust you, mm-hmm. right? Because they wouldn't engage you in that process if they didn't trust you. So that's a big win. All right, Bob, you want to go next or last? Yeah, I mean, mine's kind of lame now. So <laughs> mine too, mine too, so. it's a small win. So I was helping uh, my in-laws purchase a car. And you know, purchasing a car is just just underneath getting a new cell phone. You know, cell phone's probably the hardest. Purchasing a car is second, right? So with time and everything. And uh, I am not an extended warranty guy. I don't need any phone calls. I don't need any extra extended warranties. And we're trying to get this used car sale done. And the guy's like, well, no, my partner in the office is gonna come over and talk to you about extended warranties. I go, don't, don't do it. He's like, well, it, it, we have to, it's required. I go, you've got 15 seconds because I'm not listening and I don't wanna waste my time and your time. And so he came back with the other paperwork as we're finalizing. He goes, oh, you just have to sign this sheet that we said you listened to our pitch about extended warranties. So I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for saving my time because I was not doing it. And you don't need to tell me how I need an extended warranty. And um, so I was really thankful for the sales guy, at least not doing the whole like, well, we have to do this thing. So that's a small win. Nowhere near Lee's like changing the world. (laughs) <laughs> but one less car warranty in the world isn't so terrible, right? <laughs> there we go. All right. Mine is, uh, I'm a big time loser with this one. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's a small win, but it's important to me. So I, I like to be active and exercise, but I also have a significant back situation. I've had a double spinal fusion. I've got rods and screws in my spine and I have serious back trouble, but I pretend that I don't. And You're a man and machine. That's right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I run several days a week. I play some basketball. I do some walking on the weekends. But my hamstrings and my back are always so stinking tight. And I've decided to commit lately to more stretching. Just more stretching. So when yoga? I'm done exercising. Some yoga or just stretching? Well, some of the, I'm sure that some of the stretches would be considered yoga, but I follow some apps on social media about like lower back pain and stuff like that. And I've started doing a kind of a routine of stretching after I run, not just when I feel like I need it, but all the time. And it is helping. So it's a small win. (laughs) It's really nothing like having a profound impact on children or helping your parents buy a car, but my back feels better. Okay. So don't judge me. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Ms. Metellus, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, First of all, you have an infectious laugh. It just made my day better. Um, (laughs) But uh, we really appreciate all that you do and the way you advocate for kids. Glad you're here in North Penn and glad you were a guest on Educating with Ease. 
Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's cue that music again, Bob. I love this music. That's <laughs> part. That was, a, that was a good one. She's pretty great, isn't she? I love I love her. We are so lucky to have her there at Pendale and obviously making a huge impact in that building. So it's awesome that she's here with us. And I, and I love hearing her story. Very inspirational. Yeah, it, it, just great. So we have so many wonderful people here in the North Penn School District. And Ms. Lise Metellus is one of them. Uh, thanks for coming again, Bob, and helping me out in this episode. Thanks for our listeners. Make sure you hit subscribe, share, with all your friends wherever you get your podcasts. That's it for now. I don't think you'll see us before the holidays, so I want to wish everyone a wonderful holiday season. And if you don't celebrate any of the holidays that are upon us, have a lovely break. Enjoy the winter break. Spend time with friends and family. Relax. Maybe sleep a little bit more. Run, exercise, and stretch. Stretch. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Bob, happy holidays, my friend. Happy holidays. Take care, everybody.